Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. I'm with Lee Haney. Hey, Lee. Thanks for hey, taking on, Larry. Thanks for taking the time. Lee Haney, eight-time Mr. Olympia by age 32 and forever Arnold Schwarzenegger will never be able to catch him because he only had seven. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and so went on, retired at 31 and uh, uh, had, uh, you know, a lot of successes. We will get into that. But before we do that, let's talk about uh, you said when you you've trained so many successful people because you're in Atlanta, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And Atlanta's a big booming town, especially in the movie business, you know. But Evander Holyfield is from there. But Steve Harvey, Evander Holyfield, Tyler Perry, Lord knows how many people, you know, famous people you've trained, and uh, plus met you. You one of the things about being a high achiever, and what I try and do on this call, Lee, is to let people get in and listen to the conversations between high achievers. Cause you know, I'm sure you've had lots of talks with uh, Evander and lots of talks with Steve Harvey and this, that, and the other, but for people to listen in on those, they can pick up so much, you know, so much yeah. magic because it takes the mystery out of people they think are on a super beings, you know, on another level, right. mm -hmm. don't have problems, you know, just, and, uh, realize they're real people dealing with real issues. And, you know, when you make a mistake, you learn, like I was talking to somebody last week and he said, you know, the thing is we're all ignorant pretty much when we show up every day, because you're ignorant for the problems that you got to deal with that day. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Like it's going to come at you from a different way. If it's a business, personal life, you know, your personal, your health, whatever, you know, there's a curveball coming and That's you're going right. to have to, you're going to have to come up with something and uh, your experience is helpful, but you know, you, you it, it's going to challenge you. You're going to stay challenged and you either going to meet it or you're going to get beat down. You know, at any, any day we can lose our momentum. I recall Mike Tyson making a statement. He said, everybody got to have a good fight plan, a good game plan. Until I get hit in the mouth the first time. Yeah. <laughs> he said, then it all goes out the window. <laughs> all goes out the window. And talk about where you 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 realize in in training some of these uh, uh, really high achievers, people at the top of their field, they come to you for training. Now they're they're ready to they're students, you know. And but you still picked up their style and their approach and their their uh, way they went about business. You said you noticed that winners lock in on plan A. Tell us more about that. Yes, you know, they, you know, one of the things, uh, I, I was with Steve Harvey for roughly 12 years, training Steve, and man, you get to hear, I mean, his upbringing, his mindset, all of that you, you get to hear. And that's one thing Steve always talked about, the plan A and the plan B, you know, and he said, Lee, plan B is a lack of faith. Plan B is really an excuse uh, so that if you don't not successful with the A, 
you got something to fall back on. He said, but people who become successful, they stay with A, 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 and they find a way to make A work. If A don't work uh, this way, then let's do A another way. Or let's go back to A and find out, okay, where did I go wrong? Or let me use this experience gain in A so that I can now move to the next level. You know, so that was his mindset. And you know, well, now he's not doing stand-up comedy, but guess what he's doing? And he's doing this now with the Family Feud. He's doing it now with his show as a judge. So he's still he's still working Plan A, but he reworked it in such a way, or rebranded it in such a way that he's still a comedian, but not stand-up com comedy. So he's still living the passion that was in him as a kid. You know, he had this thing in him as a kid to be a comedian. He shared with me the story of him being an eight-year-old boy and listening to his father and some of the older guys while at the back of the barn. So he was listening to them tell jokes and all of this. And that's thing, you know, he's in the, in the restroom at home looking in the mirror and telling jokes. And his mom heard him use a couple of words, uh -oh. <laughs> grown-up words, and said, boy, you wait till your dad get home. I'm going to tell your dad, and he's going to tan your hide. And he said, after his dad got home, his dad said, boy, what is it that you did? Come here in this room. And he closed the door. And uh, next thing you know, he started telling his dad, dad, I didn't mean nothing, dad. I just heard heard in the back of the barn. I would sneak around and hear y'all talking and laughing. And, and, and I heard y'all say, heard this thing say that this recording. He said, let me hear what you said, boy. And he told him. After that, he said, well, you're pretty good, ain't you? <laughs> you're pretty good. Come on, let's go out to the barber shop and let the guys hear you. Anyway, <laughs> that, ticked his, that ticked his mother off. But, <laughs> hey, instead of him beating him up, he sort of encouraged him. So here yeah. we are today. So that plan A was in him when he was a little boy. And it's still there. It has now made him a millionaire. So that plan A is plan A. That's, you know, it's your passion. It was my passion. As a little boy, at the age of uh, six years old, I tried to pick a bowler up and throw it over my dad's car. I thought I was Samson and Hercules when I was six years old. The bowler didn't go over the car. It landed in the back glass. But oh. And I couldn't figure out why it didn't go over the car. But my dad came <laughs> to that door. He said, who did it? And he looked at my brother, who was three years older than me, much larger, I mean, my brother's like six foot four, six five. Here I'm, this little bitty guy. He looked at me, looked at my brother, said, "He couldn't have done that." He said, "He did do it, Daddy. He did do it. It wasn't me, man." My dad took off after him, and man, he got his butt beat something. Oh, <laughs> but my dad didn't realize there was a Mr. Universe in that little old six-year-old boy. He later figured it out after I won the Teenage American, won the Mr. American, won, won the Universe and the Mr. Olympia. He said, oh, so you was the one who did that. That's, that's, that's hilarious. Well, you know, you talk, people, you know, this thing of spending time with people and training them and things like that, the, uh, it brings up the point of who you socialize with, who that's you're right. around, yeah. Like they came to you for training and, yeah. but being around, uh, you know, stars, 
you, it rubs off on you. You pick up ideas just in talking, like what we're doing right now. Just in yeah. talking, things come up. You, you, you can't change who you are. And the things we use lead to drive us wind up going in. It's a whole nother level of energy, Larry. You know, yeah. it's a proverb that I've heard, often heard by one of my friends who's a retired recon Marine. He was my training partner from the year. And he always would say, make a statement that you are what you eat and the company you keep. And that was, that is so true. Being around people with like energy and like-mindedness, it helps to grow and develop you. You know, it rubs off on you. Absolutely. And uh, the advantage, you know, like we're always, you know, you and I, we're in the same thing with those guys. You're always moving forward in your life if you've got projects you know if you're having right. if you haven't given up and you find people like the tyler perry or steve and steve harvey and uh you know unless you use that retire word you know you can retire from one thing but you retire to do That's other right. things yeah you don't retire from and then just a blank there you go retire to i love that and uh, you retire to open up and take advantage of bigger opportunities. You know, you like you win a race, not to be, that's the end of it. You win a race to open new doors, you know, and new opportunities. Right. Mm -hmm. And what happened to you was that uh, your plan A, you probably realized as you, uh, uh, you went on, your plan A was not limited to just bodybuilding because otherwise you would have retired and that would have been it you know you're like uh at age 31 there's nothing left you know mm -hmm. but that wasn't your plan a when did you realize your plan a was to go on and do great things and be a powerful leader in different arenas well larry after i won that the uh eighth olympia i said okay this is it. I didn't announce a retirement. I, I never said I was retired. I just stepped away because I felt in my heart it was time to use that level of success and faith in other areas. And so yeah. then here we go with the show on the uh, with uh, ESPN, Lee Haynes Championship Workout. Yeah. ESPN came a new contractual situation with uh, Twin Laboratories. You know, which, uh, and again, promoted my success. And then next thing you know, a opportunity with the Trinity Broadcast Network with a TV show called Totally Fit. And then a show with the uh, Sports South Network. And then from there, I opened uh, three different fitness centers. And from there, I started Lee Haney Nutrition, uh, which is now I'm sending products all over the United States. Then from there, I started with the certification program, the International Association of Fitness Science that certified people want to become personal trainers. So it was a whole world of opportunities out there. And as you said, you finished one project. Okay, now let's graduate to the next project. Let's graduate. I heard, I had somebody ask me the other day, well, Leo, when do you plan to retire? I said, Moses didn't retire. Neither did Joshua. I said, retirement is not what real men do. We move on, like you said, to the next, to the next challenge, to the next vision. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. 
If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealamwinning.com. Thanks for listening.